you're about ready to enter the unfiltered sizes of Filtered Circus with Chris and Jen. It's episode 12, the last episode of 20 freaking. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. My darling, how are you today? I am doing pretty good, actually. I am. We all have our That's ups good. and downs this year, but I'm doing okay. I'm in a good zone. How about you? Oh, boy. Yeah. COVID, man. Yeah. COVID. So you were off early today. Uh, yeah. Funny you mention that. So I went home early yesterday because I had an awful headache. Oh, by the way, two people positive, tested positive uh, throughout the week. Awesome. <laughs> and I went home yesterday. Two more or di- from last week, the ones you mentioned might be. Uh, nope. Completely different people. Oh, shit balls. Yeah. So you went home yesterday because I yeah. had an awful headache Lord. and I knew it was sinus related and allergy sure. related. Yeah. Woke up this morning, felt fine, had a little sore throat. Um, but again, I've just felt like it's allergies, right? So I went into work. Well, and it's like flu season, so it's always hard to know, you know. Right. Yeah. I get a, uh, uh, get into work and my market manager calls me. He's like, Hey, I heard you're not feeling good. You went home yesterday with a headache. Are you at work? I'm like, yeah, I'm in my office. He's like, yeah, I want you to go home. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. He's like, go get a test. So yeah. I did. We, uh, I got a rapid one and I'm negative. Um, but uh, today's the only day that I know that I'm negative because tomorrow I'm right back in the cesspool. Back at work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have masks, right? You wear a mask. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got your mask, wash your hands, like, anytime you pass a bathroom and think about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and you should be okay. Honestly, yeah. like, legit. If you wear a mask, like, all day and wash your hands, you should be good. The only time I don't wear a mask is when I'm sitting in my office by myself. Totally. That makes sense. Um, that totally makes sense. And then, obviously, if you eat or drink something. Um, right. So, you're fine. You should be fine. No, no, I cut a hole in my mask so I could eat and drink. It <laughs> seems like a lot of work. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's bonkers. Good times. I, and then on Sunday, Jen, this guy comes to me standing three feet away from me. He's like, God, I feel awful. Oh, what? He's like, Yeah, I've got like body aches. And, I'm, and I just looked at him and I said, Go the fuck home yeah why did you come in here today yeah and then he tested positive just a couple hours later good grief 
Good yeah. grief. Well, holy shit, man. So are they like are they just sending people home who are were around these people or are you guys like starting to decrease who's doing what in the actual office now again or i i've sent a lot of people home to okay to do work from home but word <clears throat> everybody can't be at home so totally you can only do that so much yeah um so we started you know trying to trace uh we go by the cdc rule of the 61548 which is if you were around somebody that was exposed within six feet for a matter of 15 minutes over 48 hours so nice. it could be three minutes here yeah seven minutes there yep. five minutes there yep then yep. we're quarantining it's you a good one can you wait yeah yep yeah i love it that's fantastic that's great dude one of my my clients this is so frustrating um, he was struggling for a while really trying to get to her hip surgery which was this past monday um and i had seen her husband right before that because uh he got hurt by a pt <laughs> pt's assistant actually not the pt um and so I had texted her to check in and say, you know, cause I knew her surgery was somewhere around that time and I had just seen him and he was in a lot of pain. So, you know, I was like, I just wanted to check in with you guys, see how you're doing. She got back to me and she was like, Oh my gosh, Jen, this was on Tuesday. She said, my surgery was yesterday or was supposed to be yesterday. So Camino Island is like an hour and a half from Seattle. <laughs> and she was having her surgery in Seattle. And she said, Joe drove me all the way down to Seattle. I got in, got all the prep stuff done. And then they tested me and I tested positive for COVID. Oh, and shit. she's like, which I don't understand. Cause I've basically been quarantined since the last time I saw you. And it's like, what the fuck? So then, oh, you know, it's God. making my mind race thinking, well, holy shit, you know, well, so anyway, this poor woman, then they're like, we can't do your surgery. So basically her husband drives all the way back to Camino Island is pulling in their driveway when he gets the message from her that he has to go all the way back to Seattle to pick her up. And then now they're quarantined in their own home because, you know, she tested positive and she cannot get the surgery now until she gets two negative tests. And it's so sad because you, I mean, you know, older folks like, Yep. When they have a joint issue going on, like they need the surgery yesterday and they end up not getting it until, you, you know, yep. so oh, yep. I was just so frustrated for her because it's like, I know you are just stressing out about the, oh, anyway, bonkers. So then I'm freaking out because I'm like, well, what the fuck? Did she get it here? How would she have gotten it here? You know, <laughs> because, right. Um, but you know, Connor's like, I mean, I'm sure she's been to the grocery store and like, you know, the post office or whatever. And it's like, well, so have we, you know, it just, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's talking about this with my violin teacher. I feel like, I don't feel like this. I know this because this is just how we are as humans. I think people were sort of in the back of their minds feeling like, well, all we got to do is get through December because once it turns January, like everything's normal again. right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's totally not true. Nope. <laughs> You're like new year reset. We're all good. Right. We just yeah. had to get there new year. Anyway. So anyway. I'm sorry, buddy. That's a lot. That's a lot of extra, extra on top of everything else. Yeah. I'm exhausted, dude. I, I bet just... you are. 
Oof, my belly. <laughs> you gotta go poop? No. Well, I mean, it'd be nice if I did. No, I wish I could. My stomach was feeling so fucked up before we were going to start. Like, cause I've just been having the weirdest stress belly. I don't understand what's going on. It kept me up one night. I was up like up and down puking. It was the weirdest (sighs) fucking shit. Yes. And it was so much pain that it woke me up twice. I woke myself up wince, like, like wincing in pain. And Dude, it's so weird because Connor said that too. <laughs> um, but like as a joke, but he was like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, well, I knew you were too, but it's funny you guys said the same thing. But he's like, it's stress, it's stress belly. But I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. It just seems weird. But anywho, long story short, I really wanted to have some of my whiskey today. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm thinking, dude, you can't. Like, whiskey and Coke is just going to fuck me up right now. Like, I've barely eaten anything and I'm hungry just because I'm like, I don't, know what i want to throw in there that i feel comfortable with you know what i mean yeah i got you so but then i was like man i mean if it is stress belly i'm trying mentally to not be stressed i don't feel like i'm that stressed but okay so i was like fuck it i'm gonna make a tiny drink i'm just gonna make a tiny drink and sip it slow and i have to say it's oddly helping and i think it is Mm because it's relaxing but at the same time it's making me just be like all right well i'm done with this day Because the way my family does it is so strange. Uh, we this has been a tradition since my mom was tiny. Eat dinner first, and then in the afternoon, early evening, you start opening gifts. You never oh, open gifts in the morning. Gotcha. Okay. And then everyone sits in a circle, and everyone takes a turn opening one gift at a time. Oh boy. Yeah. It goes on forever. Yeah, sure would. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's something that's been enjoyed and loved for years. You know, and I get that. Can I, I do want to say something. Um, yeah. Because I know that I have a lot of different thoughts and feelings about Christmas and about most holidays and definitely about Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge fan. And I have my reasons and my things and whatever. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about this too and wondering like, why do other people, you know, are, why are they so mental about this? Um, and it's mental it, in what way? Uh, okay. When, when I say mental, I'm meaning like, why are people so like friggin' like ah, Christmas, you know, like, <laughs> like they're still children, but here's what I realized it's <laughs> yeah, because of, <laughs> well, it's a lot of people. Um, and so, you know, it's not that I think I'm some, like, I'm not a psychopath. I'm not a robot. Like I have feelings. I just, what I figured out is it's what people have tied to the memories and the tradition is why. Yes. Yes. That's what I figured out. And for me, I don't have those. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I know my mom listens, but we, it was always just us, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it was always just us. Like my dad, what is very busy shooting himself in the foot right well every was, christmas it was a christmas tradition He'd he go was in, oh, always I'm getting some files together shooting shoot eyes my- out shooting foots out shooting files <laughs> shooting the cat shooting the dog shooting the neighbor <laughs> what was that oh no i was getting some files speaking of the neighbor and like not shooting but one time and this is fine. It's, he's not getting in trouble. It's fine. Nobody listens to this except for like five people. Um, That's not true. <laughs> so 4th of July. Um, 
and fireworks I'm pretty sure are still not okay to just (laughs) set in Phoenix. They certainly were not at one point. Um, And my dad. No, they are. Are they allowed? Yeah, it's it's two weeks a year. The week for 4th of July and the week of New Year's is the only weeks it's okay. Well, I'm wondering if certain areas, because it seems like if I remember right, and this was when I was a kid, I know it was illegal because my dad and my neighbor, they were, they would do things to each other and then they would run inside the house and hide. (laughs) And I even remember like authorities coming and them like playing it off like, oh no, that wasn't here. I don't know what that was all about. And one time when my dad was messing with the neighbor, he blew up his mailbox. He put like fireworks in the mailbox, which is a crime to mess with someone's mailbox. Um, So luckily they were friends and we were able to just go ahead and take care of that for him. Um, That's in my bed. Right. Um, So yeah, we didn't have a bunch of like, everybody went to grandma's and there was this big meal with the family. And like, I would have loved that, but that's just not what we did. We were in a different state and it was just us. And, you know, my dad was just like, you know, so I don't care. I mean, I cared (laughs) as a kid, like when you believe in Santa, it was a lot of fun, but sure. You know, what I like about it is I like the lights and I like the cozy, like winter with the lights, the feeling, the vibe and the feeling. But I find the whole like gift thing and the 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 time of year and the way it feels, the way people behave and the shopping and the I don't know. I don't like any of that. Um, yeah. So that's you don't that's what you do or you don't. I don't. I don't like okay. the, the, what well, it seems to have a negative, um, it's like, it's supposed to be about something and it gets kind of shat on because then it's like people become all about like shopping and buying gifts and giving gifts and you got to get this and you got to spend money and, and it becomes something that it shouldn't be. And I don't really like right. that. Um, totally get that. Yeah. So those are my thoughts and feelings about Christmas. It's probably my least favorite holiday. You know, in, I hear that so often. Be money. It's not one of her favorites either. And yeah. The other one is Mother's Day. She hates Mother's Day. Oh, interesting. I like that. Okay. She hates Mother's Day. I feel like she Day. and I might be homies. Yeah. And here's the reason. <laughs> she hates it because it's always going around somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to go here and I've got to yep. I'm rush. I got to yep. go there. And it's, it's supposed that. to be the day where mom gets to chillax and it's not. Well, I'm talking about Christmas, but yes, that's absolutely oh, true. For Christmas, for... I thought you Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. But yes, she's right. Yeah. Mother's Mother's Day is the exact same for her. She's like, I got to go to my mom's, like mm-hmm. my aunt's, mm-hmm. and it's never, never about you know me as a mom. Yes. And she's like, so I created another Mother's Day, which is the following week, where it's just about me. Nice. And I'm like, that's great. That's what that you should so do. See, yeah. I support that. I met B Money the day after Mother's Day. Oh, interesting. So I got to avoid all of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, that's, I like that though, because I'm definitely all about just kind of creating your own thing and what feels good to you and your own little tradition. I'm not necessarily right. that into like, oh, it's always been this way and this is what everybody does and freaks out about, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I love that. And I will say the thing about her feeling on Christmas, what's interesting about that is I will say 
So for me, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, I feel like, oh, those are bonus days off for me. I get to have Mm -hmm. a bonus day off where I don't have to think about any of my jobs. I get to literally just chill and enjoy the day and hang out with the people I want to hang out with. Um, And what I hear and, and that's what I've chosen to do in my life. I will tell you, I don't do all the BS. We're going to go hang out with so-and-so's family and your I just, it's not my jam. I'll do it every now and again, but that's not my thing. So I don't want to do that every time I want to have do the things that I feel like I want to do on that holiday. And I will tell you as someone who has a job where I see a lot of individuals always around Thanksgiving and Christmas, those are the complaints I hear from people all the time that they dislike the pressure of getting with the family and running around. They wish they could stay home with their core family and just chillax. And I always say, so why don't you do it? Why don't you do that? (laughs) You know? So I get that. I get what she's saying. So for me, actually Thanksgiving is probably my favorite. I I like it. I like the meal and the cooking. Love that. I do too. Mm -hmm. And one of B Money's friends was like, Thanksgiving is the worst. It is, it's all about, you know, you, you sit down and eat for 30 minutes and it's all this preparation and no one helps and all the guys go uh, watch football. Yeah. B Money's like, she's like, I got to tell you, that's not the way it is at Chris's house. That's she's that's like, sad that lady has it like that because that would be yeah. no fun because then she doesn't get a bonus day off. She has another day of working really hard. In, in my house, it's everyone comes here. Everyone pitches in on the cooking. Love that. Everyone pitches in on the the cleaning. That's then great. Then we sit around, we play some games like Taboo or something like Love that. Love that. And then have a couple cocktails. Everyone's thankful and... Um, you know, we just, we have a great time. I love that. I would honestly hang with your family. That sounds exactly like what I want. And and we do have football playing in the background. Love that. Uh, Mm -hmm. You have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's so much fun. Everyone seems to love it. That, that comes, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. For, for Christmas though, I've always enjoyed it because it, okay. As a kid, and, and and I shared something in episode eleven mm-hmm. that that you know is and and you know what I I was pissed at myself that I didn't say I'm pissed that I didn't say wah because that would have been a good stern no. reference oh a good stern <laughs> reference but you I'm yeah. pissed I didn't say it to you I yes, should have I went to mom mode did you see do you see what life has done to me being at 40 now I think I all like a sensitive mom instead of busting your balls and being like <laughs> no I do plenty of that but I did go into sensitive mom mode I wanted to mother that 10 year old boy <laughs> <laughs> for me Christmas was was one of the few times that I really felt like I got to be a kid. Yeah. And I've kind of carried that. So I was sure. very fortunate with with my ex-wife that her parents were dead. So it's not like we had to go anywhere. Oh, amazing. Except, yeah. Except I mean, that doesn't mean, parents. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's amazing. That is <laughs> a was. bonus. So no wonder why yeah. you've continued to love it. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I, so since I was married, I was married to my ex-wife, got divorced, had the ex-girlfriend, 
and then now be money mm-hmm. with the ex-girlfriend she barely even recognized that i existed yeah so it was like well uh, if christmas didn't fall on a, two certain days of the week then you weren't gonna see her exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly and and it didn't matter what day they fell on because she wasn't gonna see me anyway. mm-hmm. now with b money her parents just moved this summer to um to a town north of here, about an hour and a half north of Phoenix. Oh, right on. So, so she is going to go there. Yeah, I encourage that. Yes, and we've we've stayed socially distanced because her mom's elderly. Her yeah, stepdad's elderly. Yeah, and, and you guys should and, do your own thing, and then you'll see each other maybe the next day or that night or something. It, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. But Christmas has always been wonderful for for my family. Uh, just one, it's. <laughs> I personally love the shopping. I love finding interesting. You liked gifts. going shopping? Oh gosh. Okay. No. I good. Do. Good for you. I, to- I totally do. Like for Andrew, my youngest brother, I I got his present first, and it was one of those things that I just saw it, and I'm like, I gotta get this for him. It's a remote control drone that has a camera. It was only like 50 bucks at Costco. Oh my goodness. And Andrew loves remote controlled cars and stuff. Yeah. He plays with them. You know, he's, he's pushing 40 years old and he still does that crap. Sure. And, and to me, it was like, this is perfect because it's something I know he's going to love and enjoy. Yeah. I love that's like, don't give me a list because I don't want to. No, no. Oh, gosh. I, I, I really hate I, the gift thing. I hate it so much. I have to say. <laughs> I love it because I love finding things for people. I hear okay. love and enjoy. Well, so that's not that's not the part I dislike. I love that part. Here's what I dislike. I dislike a one day on one specific day on one month. You're supposed to get everyone something and you're supposed to come up with that something right then and spend all the money right then i don't like that i like i would prefer if the idea of christmas was just spread out through the year because what happens to me is i see something and i think of somebody and i think oh my gosh i that so and so would love that and it makes me excited and then you get it for it then and then you send it to them and it might be june it might be march i don't give a shit it might be December. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's but nothing that's wrong with totally. That. So that's the thing I just dislike about the doing it all at once and then everyone's shopping at once. And then there's the greedy Black Friday things. And the, I just ugh, I just don't like all of that. Can, can I share with you a Chris life hack? Do it. Okay. Well, no, you collect the things throughout the year, but I don't want to do that. I just want to no, give no, it to you no. right then. I, I don't do that. Oh, Okay. That's an old woman I, thing. That's not you. <laughs> no. What I do, though, however, is every paycheck, I take X amount of dollars, basically 40 bucks. Oh, sure. No, I know how to, like, at least have money. I know how to do the money. I just, just don't like just the all-in-one garbage. I just don't like it. No, it's not about, uh, yeah, I, we all know right. how to Christmas save. Christmas canceled. We, That's it. Yeah. Christmas canceled. We're not doing it ever again because... No, that's it. We're just not doing it. Okay, see, this is why I don't even like to talk to you about things. Because <laughs> you're such a drama queen. <laughs> I'm just 
telling you my thing about Christmas. I'm not no, a fan. I, totally get I, that. I just like it. I'm not a fan. But I here's the thing. What I was telling you at the beginning of this, I understand why people like it. I'm, I get it now. Like I get it's because it's tied to a traditional memory thing that you yeah. love. And that's great. The and, and when you talked about the lights, gosh, I love doing I that. love lights. B Money and her daughter and I a couple weeks ago hopped in the car and went around a couple neighborhoods and just loved it. Yes, we're doing that. So we like to celebrate uh, winter solstice. That's those are kind of the pagan holidays are kind of our jams up in here. Um, so we have Addison um, for that holiday, which is great. And that's something we're going to do. We're going on like a little evening sunset watch in a special kind of area neighborhood. And then we're going to go around and light look and a bunch of other things that we're planning for that day for our solstice day. But I love light looking. That's great. You guys and did that. That's awesome. You know, that day is the, uh, of course, this is past but oh, right it is i'll just cut it out i'll just cut it out <laughs> well you, you, you know what you know what it is already, that though yes is the christmas star you know i think it's saturn and jupiter are joining together oh, meow. 45 minutes yeah 45 minutes after um sunset at least in arizona that it'll be like the brightest thing in the sky amazing and it's like it's the star of Bethlehem uh, type deal. It's first time since like 1266. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's, yeah, first time in 800 years it's happened. Wow. That's yes. special. That's special. <laughs> you know what my most favorite thing is that happens that day? What's that? The days start getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I don't even think about that actually. You I mean, would I, if you live somewhere where it got dark at 4.30. Yeah, true. So true that's that. why I love it. <laughs> so you're on Pacific. Are you on Standard or Daylight now? Um. Well, we're on Daylight Savings, yeah. Okay, so that's stupid. It's dumb. Arizona did away with that years ago. Oh, I know. And it was great. It sucked to have to come here and be in it. Everyone hates it. Everyone everywhere hates it. It's so stupid. So like what is it daylight savings now or is it in the summertime? Or yeah, I guess actually it's in the summertime. You know, we always, you always think it is when you're switching your clock, but actually it's the other way. Yeah. What you said. So why don't they just keep it that way all the time? Uh, right that's everyone's question literally everyone's question (laughs) and i know that our state it was one of i think many states who like set tried to set in motion to basically get rid of that because there's no reason for it anymore right Mm -hmm. i remember uh, going back to indiana when when I was a kid, they didn't have daylight savings times. Then they put it in, and then part of the states in one time zone, another part of the states in a different time. Oh, zone. It's so yeah, interesting. See, I never knew anything about it really, just because I always lived in Arizona. That I, the only time I dealt with it was a short time that I lived in Chicago, and the short time I lived in Denver. Because sure. when I lived in Indiana, we didn't have it. They oh, did sure. It later, I went back in the summertime with daylight savings times. It was nine thirty. 
at night and the sun was still up. I'm like, how is this helpful oh, to anybody? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 I don't like. Well, yeah, I was going to say I love love summer for so many reasons. And one of it is, you know, that you feel like you get a day until like nine o'clock. So, I mean, nine thirty is pushing it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like between eight thirty nine is the latest. Yeah. I feel like eight o'clock. It should be dark. No, 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 no. Not in the summer, man. It's so great. <laughs> no way. When I, when I was a kid, I loved it. When it was 8 o'clock, it was dark. I would eat a popsicle on a grandparent's front porch. <laughs> That's cute. Fireflies. Yeah, yeah. You See, know what I mean? Yes, I that do. Was... Okay, I do. I do. Because for me, growing up in Arizona, and like in the summer, you know, it doesn't get dark until 9, 9.30 or whatever. It, we were able to play outside forever and you would like have dinner and you would go back outside and play for a while. And then you'd cut and it, it was just great. It was great. So I understand the memory, the memory tie. So who the hell was playing outside in Arizona in summertime? Well, that's it's why you would go back out after dinner. Do you remember a while back when I was talking about, um, it was episodes ago when I was talking about taking my dogs out to play one last time. This was when we were recording in the summer in the evening because they, and they would be all hyper because they'd be like kids that had to play outside in the summer one more time because all day is so hot. So you don't really do it all day. But then, you know, you're a little bit lazier in the day. And then at night, once the sun is kind of like shifted and it gets a little bit cooler, then you're outside getting like your last blast of energy out until you legit it's dark. And you have to go in for bed. That's what was kind of fun. And that's um, what I would think whenever I would take the dogs out, you know, because they'd be really lazy in the day because it's so hot. And then around seven, when I would take them out, they would be so hyper. Um, and it would remind me of just children getting that last, last burst out in the summertime. <laughs> so who let the dogs out? Woo, who? Woo, woo, who? woo, woo, woo. Oh, gosh, your references. You like <laughs> you border on dad jokes so hard. <laughs> I saw on Amazon a stocking stuffer that I almost got for myself. It was like a thousand and one dad jokes. <laughs> I think I need this. I think you already have them in your head already. I don't think you need it at all. <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of fireworks. Yo got new year's coming up we do i've got a firework it's called a tnt hot shot it's been sitting in my TNT. closet because thunderstruck <laughs> that's called a hot shot and it's been sitting in yeah. your closet yeah i just can't wait to do it and it reminds me of when when i was a kid one of my grandfathers he was he was a, he was an honorary old cuss. I tell you, <laughs> he he did awful, horrible things to me. Not in a perverted type way. I don't want to. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> not like that. But he did some mean, mean stuff to me. But <laughs> he also did some really cool stuff. So, and one of those things was he made his own fireworks. So much so that when he passed away, we were cleaning out his house. We had to call the fire department to come get gallons and boxes full of gunpowder, oh. black powder, 
that because he would make I don't even know what you would call them. Maybe M babies. Oh, did you? Sorry about that. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) no problem. (laughs) But he would make these things. They were so powerful. Sure. Keep in mind, I'm eight years old. Oh boy. He gives me he gives me a handful of these things on New Year's Eve. No. With a lighter. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I would light him, and he's like, "Oh, you better throw that. You better throw it." And I throw it. Right out into the street. Oh, I mean, we're talking the mid eighties, right? Yeah, that's an eighties uncle for sure. It was my grandfather. Oh, <laughs> even better. Yeah, he, grandfather? He, I thought you said your uncle. Jesus. Okay, no, no, carry on. No, this is my. This is one of my grandfathers. Holy crap! I had the, so I refer to one of the grandfathers as the good grandfather, and the other one as the. I hate to call him the bad grandfather. Uh, it sounds like he's bad grandpa. Be, yeah, and he was he was a little bit like Johnny Knoxville's <laughs> character, bad grandpa. Oh no! I I would throw these things out into the street, and they wouldn't. I mean, the flash. The flash was amazing. It and. <laughs> In my memory as an eight-year-old, keep in mind, in 1986, my grandfather was 83 and he was still making these things. Right? Oh, boy. Wait, who's, he, can I ask whose parent is this? Your dad or your mom? This is, this is my mother's. Okay. Yeah. My maternal grandfather, mm-hmm. I would throw those things out into the street. <laughs> and they would just go. Oh my goodness. And and then the flat, I mean, he made little bombs. That's what these things were. These were little bombs with no shrubs. Was your mom ever around when this went down? No. No. Yeah, no way. He wouldn't have done this in front of her. No, well, with you. He did it with her when she was mine. But I mean, with you. Right, mm-hmm. no, and and they were so busy working that I spent so much time with those grandparents. Sure, my parents had no idea what the hell I was. It was doing. probably by the time he was super annoyed at having little kids around, he was like, "Go, let's go blow stuff up." <laughs> no, he literally did this when she was six and seven. Yeah, I know. He so, sounds like the type of guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he totally, totally. It's probably the same was, with her when he was like just kind of sick of being around her. Then he's like, "Here, play with this, and maybe it'll go wrong, maybe it won't. I don't know. We'll see what happens." To give you an insight to his mind, when he was thirteen, and when he was thirteen, it would have been nineteen sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. He he hopped a freight train from a small town in Indiana and went to Chicago at 13 years old and lived there on his own until about his twenties. Wow. That is incredible. And then he came back with a lot of money and no one ever screwed with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's some you get serious, where I'm going with this? like serious resilience, serious, like gangsta, like hustling. The- I'm telling you, th- those were some tough ass people. They for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Oh Turn my gosh. People were yeah. Tough ass people. Oh my gosh, they would just be just horrified by humans today. <laughs> horrified. <laughs> those poor, poor <laughs> folks. 
uh addison don't listen to this but uh those people would call us a bunch of pussies now yeah 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 Yeah. some more than others (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure he he used to make these things that looked like walnuts that uh he would you would put him in a slingshot and we'd be in his basement and you'd put him in a slingshot and then hit him against the wall from like 10 feet away. And then you go, pop. Hmm, that sounds fun. Oh, it was great. Until one time Andrew was six. And <laughs> Andrew thought it was a walnut. And he's down, down in the basement. He's like, oh, walnuts. Yes. Hits it with a hammer oh, to shit. get the nuts out. And then explodes <gasps> all over his stomach, right? Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Six oh, years yeah. old? Yeah. And he started crying. I'm like, ugh, boy, what's your problem? Whoa, wait, did uh, he get hurt? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, a li- little bit. Okay. Holy moly. <laughs> 80s. 80s yeah, I'm like, it's the 80s, though. This is just yeah, how 80s, it was. It, There's no yeah, Namby Pamby helicopter parenting. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> there was, uh, you know, just go, just go, go play. <laughs> Gen X, and I'm proud yep, of Yep, hundred percent. Oh boy. Hey, do we need to take a break? I think we do. I was going to say the same thing. We are so connected. I know it's crazy. Oh my gosh, I love your bitchy girl voice. We're going to have to revisit that character when we come back. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Everyone yeah. can think I'm just a Christmas curmudgeon, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 i don't give a fuck yeah yeah dude like i don't know i'm gonna start therapy soon it's gonna be great <laughs> i'm gonna work through a few demons that are just like you know like you realize at 40 like overall you're fine you've really worked your shit and you're fine but then you got like a couple lingering things where you're just like eh, maybe it wouldn't be bad to <laughs> work some of this shit out no i mean everybody <laughs> needs one of those every now and again everybody does yeah i wouldn't have minded if it was just our family at christmas kind of like yours just the four of us mm-hmm. but like my dad was just such a piece of shit growing up he just made things awful mm-hmm. so it was like you know even if we wanted to like hang out and have fun and make it special i felt like my mom and i were always in that mode and then my brother was when he was young but then because my dad was shitty and the way it affected us and my brother got shitty. And then it just, it just always felt like a broken family. So it was weird because, or it just felt like, well, this is going to be like a shit show. Cause he's not going to want to be here or he's going to be angry. And like, it's just not going to be fun. No, um, are you talking about your dad or your brother? My dad. Well, okay. it was always my dad, but then it became kind of both of them. Um, Where would your so, dad go? My dad is still around, but he was never at home. He was always at his shop. He didn't like being at that house. And it was pretty, seemed pretty apparent that he didn't really like being around us. And as kids, we definitely like felt that. (laughs) So it just felt like, you know, Christmas and stuff like that. It was like, would kind of feel like just any other regular day where we were doing the extra stuff, but it still had the same kind of like, well, is this going to be fun or stressful? And who's he going to yell at? And why is he going to be pissed? And you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally um, get that. Oh, my God. 
And, you know, it probably isn't unhealthy, but sometimes I'm just like, why did I turn out this way? Because that's not how I always was. I don't know. It's fine, though. It's all good. (laughs) I like other holidays. I love Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fine if you have one. You know, I just there's a lot about Christmas I just don't like. But I do think Halloween is really fun. But whatever. It is. Mm hmm. And then it's interesting because then when I was thinking about some of this stuff, I'm like, well, my dad used to get more into Halloween and be more fun around Halloween. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) But man, I have, and we were in a different state from all of our other relatives. So where like my cousins and my aunt and uncle, uh, aunts and uncles, they all got together and hung out for Christmas. I really didn't have a relationship with my grandma. I like missed out on all that. It was just us. You know, it was with my sucky ass dad. <laughs> so, you know, and I will say it's it's a bummer because the way my dad was at that time, I understand because I feel like I'm a lot like him now. And so that sort of sucks to realize. So it's like I have a lot of it's cool, man. But at the same time, damage is done. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is now as adults, like I it's easier to like, you know, deal with him, I guess. And he's. Mm-hmm he's cooler as like a friend than a dad. Um, But also I don't talk to him that much because it's weird. Like I, I won't talk to him that often. It might be like once every three to four months. Mm -hmm. Um, I did call him once this month and I'm going to call him tomorrow because it's his birthday. And the bummer is when we talk now, it's pretty good conversations and I enjoy it. And I try to tell myself, you need to do that more. But a lot of times when I'm going to do it, there's like a weird old school kid anxiety thing that builds up where I'm like, Oh, I don't, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways. Want to know more about our show? Then like us on Facebook. Unfiltered Circus with Chris and Jen. Double tap our Instagram at Unfiltered Circus. And follow us on Twitter at Unfiltered Cirque 1. Check out our website, www.unfilteredcircus.com. <laughs> so, Jen, uh, through the Christmas holiday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, my nephew came out, Daniel. Mm. What came up? Out. Yeah, and he or Ura, sorry, sorry. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> he he came out with his wife and child. Oh and yeah. They they ended up coming over to my house for dinner, and Daniel and I were going to do a hike. Then his wife was going to come by later, but he brought he brought his son. And his son, it will be two next month. Nah. And he's just a very adorable little guy. I think I sent you some pictures of him. You did. He was a little precious little peanut. Yep. I am raising a whole new generation of hillbilly. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> so he comes over. I'm like, let's go to the store real quick. We'll get what we need for dinner before your wife comes over. We load the kid. We go get the, the stuff for dinner. We come back. We fiddled and farted around for, you know, longer than we should have. And he's like, gosh, man, uh, I really don't want to do this hike. Can we can we just pop a beer and take Leo to the park? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So we we took the baby to the park 
and he really enjoyed sliding down the slides. It was the first time in the swing. He got to swing. We had a good time. We finished our beers. It's like, okay, time to go back home. So he comes back. We are, we both go back home, walk back home. We pop open another beer and the baby's, you know, doing his baby thing. Uh, I asked, (laughs) I asked Daniel, I'm like, Hey, start prepping this over here. I'm going to get this going over here. Food wise. I walk outside, come back in three minutes later. Baby has gotten into the pantry. <gasps> Everything's on the floor. I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> like, All right, I'll just pick this up. Then he's like, yeah, he does that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Do you watch him? <clears throat> Do you tell him to stop? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> you know, I go I mean... and I, I pick everything up, everything, uh-huh. up, put it mm-hmm. back in the pantry, doorbell rings. Oh, there's Daniel's wife. I walk over, open the door. His wife walks in. At that exact moment, uh oh, the baby runs over to my bar, unbeknownst Uh-oh. to me and Daniel, that there is a bottle of scotch on the lower <gasps> level with no cap on it. Um, I have something I want to say already, but I want you to keep going. Okay, keep in mind. I don't normally have babies at my house. Uh, no, you're not at fault here. I don't blame you. <laughs> Daniel, I had Daniel working on on food prep. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching the baby open the door. We turn around. Baby's got this bottle of scotch. Ooh, open. Open. He, he raises it like a baby bottle. Oh, it goes no. all over his shirt. Some goes in his mouth. Oh, he projectile <gasps> did go. Okay, yeah, Whoa. he projectile vomited immediately. Oh yeah, and then oh, he starts no. giggling his little ass off. Oh yeah, you are raising hillbillies, aren't you? <laughs> and his wife <laughs> looks at Daniel and I and goes, "What the fuck are you two doing?" Oh my gosh, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <clears throat> like that couldn't have happened ten minutes ago. Right. The timing, the yeah. timing. You guys and, are like, literally, we had everything fine until that moment. <laughs> she's immediately <laughs> on her phone looking up poison control. Yeah. And, oh, and I'm, shit like, balls. I'm like, girl, he is OK. He projectile vomited. It's out. Yeah, it's out. He uh, he's giggling. I mean, his it's ass good off. to look though, just in case. Yeah, yeah the sure. giggling is a good sign for yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but a newish mom. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was not on the fan list for a couple of hours. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, that's not fair. Both of you or just you? It was both of us, but he's always on the show. Okay. Uh, true. Yeah, that he, is true. He's a, he's a dad in his 20s. Mm-hmm. And married, married in his 20s. Yeah. And then, so it and, pretty much sucks at their house. The oh, yeah. And we're going <laughs> yeah. through a pandemic. So, yeah. Oh, so they're stuck together. That's even more fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you, as you said, to be fair, do not have children in your home. So you don't have a baby proofed home. No. Um, granted as the dad i mean in his defense i gotcha but he was drunk 
So I don't think that's fair (laughs) to blame him. I mean, I'm just going to say nothing at this point. (laughs) You're saying it all for me. (laughs) No, no. I prefaced that with in his defense. So it's true. You did. You did. Oh, boy, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. We both this looked at each other. This is why mommies like, are necessary. <laughs> we both looked at each other like, oh my God. Oh my God. What are the tenses of that happening? Yeah. yeah. That's, oh boy, man, that timing. That's funny, though. I kind of wish you would have caught a picture, just baby with bottle. Hilarious. I, the rest of it, not so good. <laughs> I wish I could have seen him projectile vomit because that is bonkers that he yeah. went right to that at that moment. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to get you fuckers in trouble. Watch this. Wait, did you say you wished you could have seen him vomit? Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh. My back was turned opening the front door. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait this a minute. This all minute. happened within a second. Okay, and a half. so she when you when you were opening the door, okay, I thought it was she saw him with bottle splashy splash and then so he had done that in that time and then yes. was projectile vomiting as she came in. She, yes, it was. It was. I opened the door. You she looked died. at me and smiled immediately in her line of sight was the baby. Yeah, I would have been and, so fucking mad at you, too. I just have to be honest. Honestly, it was totally my fault. It was well, totally my and fault. it's also innocent. You guys, obviously, dads in situations that way or dudes or whatever people. They don't mean for these things to happen. It's not no. like you guys intentionally want anything bad to happen to the kid. Of course. No, I mean, of it, course. it literally, <laughs> it was my job to watch him. I took my eyes off of him for 30 seconds to answer the front door. And the kid's already boozing it up, projectile vomiting. And I'm like, that's not the last time you're going to do that, kid. Wait till, <laughs> not at all. Wait till He's just going to remember. 10 years, 15 years from now. His first story will be awesome when he tells his friends. That was Uncle um, Chris. <laughs> hold on, though. Were you? Hold on, because I want to just get a better picture. You said you were supposed to be watching him because yes. Daniel was working on food. Right. But was the kid with him when you went off to go answer the door? He he was in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and he followed me right out. Like I heard his little pitter patter, so mm-hmm. I I thought he was running right after me behind you. Okay, mm-hmm. he took a sharp right and Got said, it. "Hey, I think I'm going to try that." That looks good. I've been seeing Daddy and nope. Chris nope. do these bottles of things that look great. So I'm going to find a bottle at my level so I can be like them. Okay. Number one, we were drinking cans. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. You know what? <laughs> You're right. This is this is all the baby's fault. It's totally the baby's I mean, yeah. I'm trying to find a way to blame the baby. He's it, clearly yeah. just a copycat. <laughs> <laughs> he Good job, dumbass. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think he knew what he was doing, is what yep. I'm trying to say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that mm-hmm. is that's quite the story. So dinner was <clears throat> awkward. <laughs> Actually, no. It by that time she'd calmed down. <laughs> she was fine, yeah. Yeah. Once and... she saw the kid was gonna live. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is sure reeking of scotch. 
that is so funny especially if she had to go anywhere after that or like to a grandparents it would have been super extra funny no i threw i threw that shit right in the washer just in case she called cps on me i was uh... (laughs) have you tried that peanut butter whiskey by the way peanut butter whiskey oh my god it's delicious that sounds really cool i have to tell you though i mean i think i told you last time but I'm not a huge drinker and I just got a whiskey that will probably last me for like a year. So I'm not just running around trying different whiskeys, to be honest. Right. Sure. And whiskey's honestly not even my jam. I just got it because it was the Metallica thing. Right. I prefer rum if I'm gonna do something hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sailor Jerry's. Yeah, I know. I keep saying. But I mean, I'm such a lightweight friend. Like I told you before we started recording about my my little drinky poo that I'm sipping very slowly because I'm right. just such a lightweight. I mean, one little sip and I'm already feeling it. Wow. That reminds me of a funny story, honestly, that I was going to tell you um, weeks ago. So for a couple of months, I was having a lot of trouble with my job and just life. My right shoulder elbow gets kind of screwed up. And then sometimes I would think so. Yeah. If I don't stay on top of it, you know, like I learned the hard way years ago that if I don't get my own treatments at least twice a month or at least once a month, but I like it twice a month, then it keeps me in check to keep doing what I'm doing. And then obviously with COVID, you know, shit got real and some people didn't return to work. So I lost my therapist and then I was kind of for a while in the hunt for a new person and it's kind of hard to find a good person sometimes (laughs) and then trying to get on in their schedule so before that happened before I had really found somebody and got help I was going without massages and my shoulder was getting really bad like my shoulder elbow would keep me awake a lot of nights and I was just having a lot of pain is it, your right it is one? my right one. My dominant. Yeah. Because yeah. you're working that and, probably more than anything, right? All the time. And it's yeah. not just with work. It's then like cooking and chores and the dogs. And, you know, the thing that really gets me when I'm, uh, you know, you do everything with it, lifting plates up into the cabinet, you know, but when it's really bad, the pulling wet laundry out of the washing machine, bro, that one is like the worst. So you try to switch and do everything with your left and yada, yada. Anyway, when I was having difficulty, I mean, there was a little window in there, like a, a few weeks or so where I was self-medicating like nobody's business because I was in so much pain. I mean, I was doing a lot of ibuprofen, a lot of Tylenol, but then, you know, maybe like at the end of the week, then there would be some alcohol to try to help with the pain. And there was one week or two weeks in particular, um, one night it was so awful. And Connor was like, I've got some painkillers. Let me give you half one so you can freaking sleep because it was keeping me up so much. Um, so I took that half, saved the other half for later. And there was this one week, it was so awful. And when I have my Friday, Saturday, back to back busy days, that was where it would get brutal. So I knew and kind of planned ahead Saturday, I'm going to have to medicate a little bit because Friday is going to be brutal and then blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so that's Saturday <laughs> on my break, I had a beer and I took, um, ibuprofen yeah this is how bad it was and I was like I just gotta get through this day and then I finished my day and I had um let's see what was it oh I had like did I have a little bit of some rum this was all spaced out over time right and then I was already planning that I was going to take that other half of the muscle relaxer that night that I had from the other week 
because it was like, man, I'm in so much pain. I'm going to sleep. So I had had the beer. Um, I had a little bit of like some whiskey when I was done with work. Um, I think I had taken ibuprofen in the morning. And then at the very end of the day, I, some, I thought you were going to say I took some quaaludes. And, oh, uh, I should have thought of that. No, <laughs> took, took a couple puffs of weed, took like the other half of the muscle relaxer. And I'm like, all right, you know, and my shoulder, all this stuff was helping. It's not the best way to medicate, but it was helping. But it's funny because for me, that's a lot of stuff and that's hardcore and that's like party gen. Cause that's, I mean, that's, so we're in bed and we're watching, we start our show and I'm kind of starting, this is my brain, my obsessive compulsive like kind of nerd brain and i you know we're watching our show and i'm like that is you know all that stuff i did is kind of helping a little bit and i'm relaxing but then my mind starts to go well is that too much stuff that i took am i gonna stop breathing in my oh, sleep no. am i yeah so, oh, no. dude i'm such a geek so like we're watching our show and then i just pause it and i go connor this is what's great when you're a paranoid person and you live with a nurse it's awesome because i can always be like can you look at this is this cancer am i dying and he's like no and i'm all cool so <laughs> <laughs> so i go connor and he goes yes because i looked at him super serious and got a serious tone and i go so I took ibuprofen and had a beer and a little bit of whiskey and a little bit of pot and took that half of <laughs> a muscle, muscle relaxer. <laughs> and he goes, yes. And I go, am I going to die? <laughs> I go, is that too much? Did I miss, mix bad things? Am I going to stop breathing in my sleep? And he just started laughing so hard. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're one beer and your tiny little puffs of weed and you're a little bit of whiskey and a half. And he's like, no, dude no <laughs> he's like are you kidding me but that's what a geek i am well that's what a lightweight loser i am so whenever we no. talk about alcohol and you ask me if i've tried a whiskey just know that i haven't okay that's fair <laughs> that is fair i, I mean I, I get that um i'm a lightweight actually i don't because i'm not you're any, not a lightweight i was thinking about this story after i listened to your ipa thing again and i was thinking damn he's gangster and it made me laugh thinking and i was paranoid about what now <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of ipa uh hats off to you super fan dave thank you for the recommendation oh, i want to check that out i will definitely check that uh, Superfan Dave, you you may have seen this. He I did. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah. Yeah on uh, on the on an IPA. So I haven't had a chance to take a look at it. So I'll probably go to Total Wine and see if I can find that one. The name of it looked interesting. <laughs> I'm curious myself. I, I just I love them all. I really do. I think they're so delicious. That was nice of him to suggest that, and I was it hoping was. that you would see that. I did. I sure did. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Super Dave. Super fan Dave. <laughs> He's Super Dave, too. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, since there are 12 days of Christmas, and we're on Ooh. day, I don't know, whatever, maybe you're past January 6th. Which nice. Be, yeah. 12 days so, of Christmas, episode 12. Wow, I didn't even think, think of that before. Good job. Hmm. Let me start this. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was good thoughts, though. Good thoughts. Oh, well, I thought I was adding to it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you totally were. Let's keep going. <laughs> 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 the 
this is pretty much how this episode's gonna be. I think so. I think so. It's the end of the year. It's the yeah. end of the year. <laughs> it's like we have senioritis. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure through twelve days of Christmas, my esteemed colleague, the one that I would die if something happened to. No, that's not yeah. true. I'd go on. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty I crazy. Mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's call them down. Yeah, I, I, I'd be upset for a long time. Yeah, uh, at, le- at least 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> As a Christmas present to you, my esteemed colleague will now play her violin, a very special Christmas song. Should we go into some news music? I would love that. Okay. Okay. Well, I have to tell you that today I didn't go quite as wacky as we normally do. Really? Mm-hmm. I ended up reading this story earlier in the week and I thought, oh, that's cool. I think that's going to be the news story. So if you think it's lame, eh, you know, <laughs> my dick. <laughs> However, I will say... <laughs> Let me read the title and then say what I'm going to say. My disclaimer. Bees defeat murder hornet relatives with poop. So uh-huh. I just I just want to say real quick that I did not specifically choose this because of the poop. And I know that it really ends up randomly that we always have things about poop, farts and whatever. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned this before. So I picked it. And then once we were getting ready to record, I was like, son of a bee's nest. Oh, bee's nest. Um <laughs> I How do I always pick things with poop? Yeah, that was, that was good. So here we go. Using feces to defend their hives is a behavior that was previously unknown in bees. So this is actually pretty cool. So you're aware of the giant murder hornets, correct? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, I'm sure we all are. If you're not like, bro, get your life. Um, so giant hornets, such as the enormous murder hornet and others in the Vespa genus are highly aggressive and deadly beehive invaders. However, Asian honeybees can defend themselves against these insect predators by smearing animal feces around the hive entrance. 
When giant hornets target a beehive, they attack as a group and overwhelm the colony. But Asian honeybees that are under attack by the giant hornet, a close relative of the murder hornet, can often prevent hornet attacks by collecting and applying animal waste to their doorways. New research finds this. This is on live science, friends. So, number one, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm questioning myself on a couple things. Sure. <clears throat> oh, this one, is long. My bad. <laughs> okay, keep going. Yep. Num- number one, you keep saying Asian honeybees. Are we sure they're not Jewish honeybees? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. And oh, the reason boy. I ask is the Jews in the biblical times, Passover, they sp- put lamb's blood above their doors. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so the angel of death would pass over them and only kill the Egyptians. I'm wondering. That's why I'm like, how did, and, and how did the bees figure this out? Dude, right? How did they figure that out? That's crazy. And I mean, that's so smart. <laughs> and now, are, are the murder hornets here in America now? Yep. So, and but they're up in the, in your neck of the woods. So sure are. <laughs> are they really? They're they're a bad yeah. thing. Um. Well, I mean, they kill off bees, which is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, why have the Asian honeybees not shared this with your American sidekicks? I mean, maybe they have, but maybe we just didn't study those ones. Maybe we're partial to the Asian honeybee. It is. I'm wondering if if animal poop is like bee math. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Explain. <laughs> because typically Asians are really good at math, so they figured this out. Bro, what? <laughs> oh, everyone knows that. That's a huge stereotype. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Asians are good at math. Asian honeybees are good at poop. So mm. poop is to math. Well, are you good there at math? goes our listener in Singapore. <laughs> there goes our listener in... <laughs> bro. Bro. No? So, you, not... I'm glad... I'm, I, I, I mean... But, you know, I just think this is pretty cool. Like, they're able to amazing. defend against their enemies by putting poo on there. And then I was trying to find, or I can't remember if it actually kills those guys. Well, and if they can't eat, I don't know. And this is actually much longer than I thought, too. So I'm <laughs> continue you're reading like, it. But you're like, uh, okay, so what do we got for music? <laughs> pretty much. <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> however, I was very intrigued and thought that I might start covering our house in poop, like our poop. I think and that's then, a fantastic idea. I think it is because it'll protect us from our enemies. And, you know, maybe if 2021 is no good, then we'll maybe, maybe it protects against anything that's bad for you. (laughs) Man, that house smells like shit. (laughs) I mean, it probably does without the poop all around. (laughs) Every time you order pizza, the guy's going to be like, oh, no, not that house. Which, speaking of which, I, I deliver pizzas in my 20s for extra cash. Did you and, really? Yeah. There was. I can see uh, that. 
I how dare you? There. <laughs> That's not a bad. I'm sure most people did. Yeah, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to make money for family, and I did it on weekends, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And there was a house. Then anytime I would get that delivery, I would be like, "Oh no, the house smelled like cat piss." No. Like as soon as I got out of the car. It, it hit me and I had to hold my breath all the way up. Like as soon as I got to that house, roll my window up, take a breath, walk up to the house, hope to God they answered the door within five seconds. And then they took it and then I'd leave. And it was awful. Absolutely awful. Oh man. Yeah. That's, oh boy. That's, that's a bad, oh God damn. That's a bad thing about having a job like that. You get to see into some really dicey situations. You do. That is, I don't like that. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like knowing there's things like that going on. (laughs) It makes me upset. (laughs) Well, this was 20 20 years ago. Yeah, but it's not like it stopped and it was the one lady. There's so many people out there doing things like that over the years currently and who knows worse. Yeah. I had this old, old guy friend years ago and we would chat, chat regularly on the phone and he was such a sweetheart. And he told me about this friend he had quote unquote friends. He did think she was weird, but he was a nice neighbor. So he'd help her out sometimes. Um, but he would tell me about how she was like serious drunk and would drink tons of vodka. And she, he would go over and check on her cats if she went out of town. And her cats were in cages downstairs. Who puts cats in cages? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he felt that way too. And he was like, they're like really aggressive cats too. And it's like, well, fuck yeah, they are. Because they're kept in cages in the dark. Like it made me very... Like, I have to say, I just got went to a dark place for thinking of that. Right now. It may, I was like, please don't ever tell me stories like that ever again. Well, speaking of cats, and I know we're getting off in the weeds here. but We are. One, we're not. Yeah, go one, ahead. Here's one that, that's going to just make your day. Today, Pastel, the cat, goes right up to Willie CB for whatever reason, just licks him right in the face. Oh, sweet babies. And Willie goes, <laughs> he started crying. He started <laughs> crying and ran away. <laughs> it made yeah. my day. Yeah. B Money sent me a picture of it and told me what happened. And I was in hysterics for about three minutes. That was cats. It's funny how much dogs can be so scared of cats. He's like, your tongue is like sandpaper. Stop it. <laughs> what a little wiener he is. <laughs> no, he's a broad. I thought we talked about this. He's not a wiener dog. My so at our house, it's kitties and pitties. Kitties and what? Kitties and pitties. Kitties and pennies. Pitties. We have pitbulls. So oh, at our house, we pitties. have gotcha. kitties and pitties. I'm with you. We're like, show us your pitties <laughs> and your kitties. <laughs> <laughs> You would like that. Uh, that. (laughs) Um, And dude, my babies are such sweet babies. I have stories for days, but I'll share them for later (laughs) because there's been you just reminded me there's been some really cute kitten dog cuddle 
moments, snuggle moments. I think our one dog, she sleeps in our room in a little bed, but like every few nights or so, she wants to sleep on the couch, <laughs> which is cute because the other dog <laughs> sleeps on there too. It's so cute when she goes to like go to bed to get her cookie because there's a whole routine. She'll jump on the couch and then look at us like, is it cool if I stay here tonight? <laughs> so then it's like, okay, you want to have a slumber party on the couch and we give her, but we sort of recently thought, I think it's because the kittens cuddle with her. <laughs> and so I think she wants to do that sometimes. <laughs> They're so cute. I love them so much. Um, anyway, I'm not going to read the rest of the story, but I will say to all of you, check it out. Honestly, LiveScience.com. It does get into the difference in B types, Asian B and whatnot. And it also tells you more information about like how they can defend against it's it's actually pretty cool. But, you know, the main idea covering their home and poo. And we recently figured that out. Isn't that awesome? Yay. I just think <laughs> it's amazing how more intelligent bees are than that lady at Kohl's. Right. <laughs> Good observation, Seth. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Well, animals and creatures and insects in general, I respect them so much more than so many human beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say, but it's true. Um yeah. so uh we have nineteen sixty seven today for our band. Hey, all right. I haven't heard you know it's- from a while. You have not heard from, and you know what's pretty great about them, actually. What's if that? you will remember, of course you do. They were on the old Chris and Jen show. We interviewed them, and at that time, they were an AZ band. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're half half Southwest, half Northwest, mm. because the lead singer now lives in Portland. So that's kind of cool because we're sort yeah. of a Southwest Northwest podcast so they're perfect for us that was actually the name we thought we kicked that around southwest by northwest that's right the name we, of our did. Show. Yeah. we did i forgot about that 1967 is a portland-based four-piece hard rock band that runs on blood pumping energy it's all denim jackets tattoos and the aches of bumping up against people in a thrashing crowd Their performance strips away excess and maximizes the mantra of living life on life's terms. For fans of the Foo Fighters, Nirvana, Pennywise, and Breaking Benjamin, there's a new band to blast in your Camaro. That is, as you're leaving your boring life behind and driving to an incredible view. 1967 is the brainchild of Jamie Reynolds, who leads on guitar and vocals. Today, the band includes a a blend of Southwest and Pacific Northwest-based musicians. The result is a massive sound, unashamed in its mission. To release the tension of life with the spirit of rock in all its hooky glory. 1967 tours the Northwest and Southwest regularly, offering polished and memorable live performances. 1967band.com. And of course, like always, I'll put that in the notes and on the website. If you would like to be a band on our show at some point, please email us at unfilteredcircus at gmail.com. <laughs> the song that we're going to be doing today is Friday, called Friday Night. Their latest five-song EP produced by 40 million record-selling producer John Kurzweig, Creed, Puddle of Mud, Godsmack, will be out soon. Stay tuned. So I present to you 1967 Friday Night. <laughs> 
So oh.